I'm WWE Superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. This week, in an all-new edition of Wrestling POV Podcast, who's Sean? Liz and Morrison create your own Survivor Series team. And in the hot tag news this week, Zelina Vega, released from the WWE, with your host, Tony Diaz, works around a third, and Miguel Cole. In the books, Rick. Yeah. Uh, and uh, another week in the books, and a lot of fucking releases. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. man, they're doing it again. What's wrong with them? <laughs> well, oh. to be fair, uh, what is it, Tony Chimmel? The ring announcer, right? Yeah. yeah. What was he? He was only there for Edge, and Edge has been out. So. <laughs> Yeah, but he's the one too that um, uh, that he did the uh, uh, what was it? He always said, "Oh yeah, he would go." It's scheduled for one fall, and everybody goes one fall, and he got in trouble for that. No, that wasn't him. That's the that, wasn't that was him? the new guy. No, Tony Chimmel is only fucking rated R superstar. Yeah, that, that's that's all he is, Tony Chimmel. You know, I mean, he's a great ring announcer, but you know, I he hasn't you, been. <laughs> we can't knock on him too bad about that um, because, and I'll say this, because you have um, Michael Buffer, who uh, yes. there's two buffers. There's yes. one in UFC and there's the boxing guy, um, yep. the boxing one, the boxing guy. And they are both known, like one of them says, let's get ready to rumble every time. Please don't sue us. He has the rights to that, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes. And yeah. he makes a million dollars just for saying those words. That's, that's what he. Good. That's what is. That's his asking price. His brother, in the other hand, he does the UFC, and uh, he's just overhyped big time. It's time. Damn. But but I mean it, that's kind of a Fighting. Vader thing. It's a what? <laughs> that's a that's a Vader thing, really. I, I, I don't know how Vader. Didn't get the rights to that exactly. shit. Exactly. No, but he but he has different catchphrases in UFC. Uh, the it's time is one. The other one is fighting in the red corner. That sounds exactly like him. And if you understood what I said, what I said was um, wrestling POV podcast is number one. <laughs> exactly what I heard. That's exactly Christ. what I heard. All right, that's enough of that shit. Um, but no, but he—he's one of them. He was the first one that I heard got released. Yeah. Who are the other ones? There's just a bunch of like behind the scenes people. No, nothing oh, major okay. except for okay. our hot tag news conversation and, and of yeah, um, uh, Zelina Vega. <laughs> now speaking of um, released. People, I just want to touch on this real quick before we get on to the uh, who's Sean this week. Um, I was a guest on AEW uh, Aftermath, 
with uh, the Lone Wolf, Andy Anderson, and uh, Elio Canella, the gentleman who uh, got on the Lone Wolf for uh, making him a little boo-boo and calling uh, TJ Logan the gentleman. He took offense to that. He did. He did. He, he was angry. He was upset. I thought he was going to leave the show. Um, I would have. <laughs> so we were talking about the uh, AEW uh, pay-per-view. And uh, I just wanted to, th- I'm, I'm a little, I want to talk about this now before we go into AEW, but uh, the one um, segment, I'm not even calling it a match, but the one segment with uh, Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. Um, now, of course, we gave our thoughts and opinions on that, but the, uh, the one part where all of a sudden Gangrel comes out yes. of nowhere. Now, mind you. That was my favorite part. Was yeah, yeah. He can't. Wow, he's back in television. But uh, your good boy there, the Hurricane Shane Helms, uh, made an appearance there uh, in two different characters. He was the Hurricane, and then he was the reporter. Um, now my thing is, I, I did you hear anything about this? Because he was never released. From WWE. He was only furloughed, yeah. meaning that he's still yeah. under contract, meaning that he's kind of fired, but uh, once everything goes back to normal, then he'll go back. So yeah. what what's the deal know. with that? Because <laughs> the thing of it is, I didn't even see anything going on you know, like about him. Well, to be fair, Tony, we've never seen the Hurricane and Shane Helms in the same room, so we don't know. That's true. If it's the same person. That is true. Um, that is true. It's possible. It's possible that they're different people, um, so we don't know if the hurricane is actually Shane Helms. Um, that's not what I was asking, Rick. It was... <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I was asking was, what the hell is he doing in AEW if he's still technically under contract with uh, WWE? I, I almost said WWF. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's how old you are. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Um, no, I I don't know. I don't know, and it's how, kind of funny how. Why did how... you go there, number one, Rick? I mean, come on, man! <laughs> We've been doing this damn show for four fucking years, and you went the other way with that shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, first of all, we we've never seen them both in the same. I didn't talk about that. <laughs> but my thing is that it's just that you got to make light of it because. Who knows anymore what is True. right and what is wrong? Yeah. Can I go to another company? Can I not? Like, yeah. what What the fuck is Vince McMahon doing? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know either. It, it, it's crazy. And when we get into the hot tech news, I got a hot take for that. It's just, wow. What What is yeah. really going on with this business that we love? Yeah. Because yeah. right, what's happening right now is the curtain's been, reve- been pulled open. Yeah. And now... They've been revealed. We see the dirty side of this business, mm-hmm. and I don't want to see it. <laughs> it's not. I just want to go back to the good for, old days where it was just fantasy for me. Yeah, well, kayfabe. You know, kayfabe yeah. is dead. <laughs> Truth be told. Uh, and, and those of you that does not know what kayfabe means, uh, get a dictionary. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to explain it. Um I agree with you. I do. 
I have my thoughts on it, but like like you said, though, we'll talk about it when we get to the hot tag news. Uh, let's go straight into the who's Sean this week. Uh, this week, uh, the Miz and Morrison. Um, yeah. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Now, I, I will say this. Um, for me, right now, this one is a bit of a softball. Um, okay. But if we would have done this back when... Uh, let me see. When when Morrison wasn't being funny, uh, yep. I think we'd be talking about a whole different thing here. Um, okay. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. This week we got is uh, the Who Sean of the group. Clay Cummings says Miz has definitely had more opportunities in WWE, so I can see why people would think he's the Sean. I do like uh, Miz, but I feel Morrison is the Sean of the group. Wow. Morrison can do promos. He's got the talent outside of WWE. He's made a name for himself when he was in Lucha Underground and TNA. I just wish Morrison got a chance in WWE. Why couldn't he win Money in the Bank? Miz definitely didn't need it. If you ask me, Morrison is the Sean of the group and overall better wrestler. So uh, what do you think about that, Greg? I think that is Now, you was a big advocate for the Miz. Yes, I was. Let's just throw that out there. Yeah. So, what do you think of Clay uh, Cummings' comment, though? Clay, Clay Cummings', Cummings comment. Is, Jesus. Triple C in the house. <laughs> uh, I think I think Clay is, has valid points. I think he is absolutely correct. Yeah. Um, and when you think about it, Tony, mm-hmm. what if we flip the script here? Yeah. Could Miz make Survive. a name for himself in other companies yes. like Johnny has? Uh, yes. Yes. You know? Yes. You think so? Yeah, yeah. And, and and the reason why is because a lot of his promos, is they're almost like how Bray Wyatt wants him. Just don't tell me what. Just just give me, you know, uh, PowerPoint here and there. I'll know what to do after that. Um, I think Miz, actually, we had this discussion last week or the week before. Last week. He, like, he prefers like, scripted. He prefers promos. scripted. But yeah. I think what he does is basically it's like somebody going up to him or whoever the producers and saying, listen, I need you to cover this. I need you to cover this. I need you to cover this and this and this. You got the rest. Some people, and I would have to say uh, Sasha Banks is one of them, where you have to go in detail on what she needs to say because think about it look listen to her promos listen to her promos and then listen to how she's having a normal conversation that was the problem with roman reigns roman reigns was given and i heard these guys get scripts like pages and these guys got to remember them but the thing of it is there's a big difference in having a conversation can be a promo but then reading and trying to have that conversation, you can tell it's like something that's not there. It's like, wait a minute, why are you sounding like that? And you listen to yeah. Sasha Banks, she sounds like that. She sounds like she's trying to remember her lines. And it's, it's that's why I'm always on her for her promos. Uh, Roman Reigns, he that was his problem. Now, he finally probably understood, well, fuck, I shouldn't be trying to remember word for word. I'm going to do it my own way. And he's been getting better. <laughs> um, but The Miz, I think basically what with his situation, I think it's just throwing out there like, I need you to cover this, 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 and this. Okay, I got you. You know, Bray Wyatt, he's more or less, what's going on today? 
Is this what I'm doing? Okay, I got the promo. Because he doesn't want scripted. He's like, fuck that shit. Throw that shit away. Um, yeah. The Miz, ah, man, I think if he would, were to go, and you know what's fucked up, though, now that we're talking about him, is that between him, Randy Orton, John Cena, and I think, well, Sasha Banks, Bailey, but they're still fairly new to the company still. Yes, they are. But those guys are the only ones that hasn't really wrestled outside of WWE. Yeah, Edge. Yeah, Edge. Yeah, he's another one. Uh, it's funny because uh, Christian was. Christian yeah. did. So that's Christian that's needed to. He needed to. Yeah, he, and he, he and, and to, to me, do. he reinvented himself, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, but that's odd though that we're talking about this and and thinking about it. It's like you know these guys never really wrestled outside of the WWE. Yeah. But would they really succeed? I say in Miz's case, yes, because it won't be because of his wrestling. It will yeah, be because of his not. mouth. So okay. that that's my take on that. My my I, ten minute monologue. Got you. I honestly <laughs> don't think he can do that. Why? I don't think he can do it. John Morrison has done. Really? John Morrison has done everything he's done with his wrestling and his physique and his abilities. Um, yeah. His mouth doesn't get doesn't cast those checks that the Miz does. Um, <laughs> I think the Miz will be uh, pleasantly surprised that his promos are not getting getting him over in other companies. In my opinion, I don't think really? his promos can keep him up afloat. I mean, look at the WWE. His promos wasn't keeping him afloat for that long. No, he well, went, because he, everybody hated he, him. Yeah, they hated his guts backstage. Like, straight up. Yeah, <laughs> well. yeah. <laughs> um, so for me, I'm gonna have to agree with Clay Cummings that Morrison is the Shawn Michaels of this group. Um, everything that Miz can do on the mic, Morrison can do in the ring, and Morrison. Right. Is just levels ahead but of the Miz. Let me ask you a question though. What is what makes one more than the other? Your wrestling skills or your promo skills? Oof. It's a tough one. It, 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 and I'm a promo guy. Yeah. I prefer a good promo over wrestling. But John Morris's wrestling is so so freaking good mm-hmm. that I have to go with him. And, and the parkour stuff he added to it, his yeah. physique, his look. Yeah. The Miz has never went to the gym once, I feel. <laughs> Honestly. Now, I will throw this. When is the last time that the Miz looked like he went to the gym? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but he's always looked like that. He's, he's had, I think he's kept the same physique since he even entered into the WWE because you've seen some different... Perfect example. Look at Jinder Mahal. He never looked yeah. like that, and he hit the gym. You can tell, like, he was trying to improve. He was trying to improve his body, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, with the Miz, it's like, all right, dude, when are you ever going to lift? I mean, he's a big guy, I'm sure. But the reason why I threw that out there at you is because myself, um, if I was to be a promoter, and uh, I'm always, as a promoter, you're always looking for that total package. No pun on Lex Luger. But you do. You look for that total package. You look for that wrestler that can cut a promo. You look for that wrestler that can wrestle. Um, And that's why I threw that out there at you because, you know, what's more important? Is it the promo or is it the the wrestling itself? Um, For me, it's both. And the reason why I say that is because, all right, if you're going to throw me a damn dope-ass promo, 
your wrestling better back that shit up. Um, yeah. That old saying, you know, don't write a check, you know, your ass can't cash. That's the same thing with wrestling. Don't come out to me just because you throw a good promo and then yet you can't wrestle for shit. Then, I, you know, it's like you belong in the manager's role. <laughs> but it's true. But you think about it, though, even with managers, you know, uh, managers that's only been managing. And, I, and I'll give you a prime example would be Jimmy Hart. That motherfucker can yep. talk. He can talk all day. But can he wrestle? No, he cannot. No, he cannot. No. He will He will get his ass reamed. You know what I'm saying? He would. He would. And, and you can tell with some of the wrestlers, I'm sorry, some of the managers that we have known throughout the years, you knew damn well that you put them in the ring that can't wrestle. But in the, on that aspect, you got to remember that a lot of the wrestlers turned into managers. But sometimes their wrestling wasn't that great anyway. So then they turn into yep. managers. So as a total package for a wrestler, yeah, you, you got to have, you know, every promoter's dream is to have somebody that uh, can do a good promo and can wrestle. A lot of times throughout history of wrestling, you know, there's guys that just can't cut a promo but can fucking wrestle for, you know, yeah. for, for days. But what does a promoter do? They throw a manager at him because that's what the manager's specialty is. So for for the Miz, um, I think he is the total package. If if like I don't want to take away anything from Morrison because he can wrestle, but he's another one that um, in his promo work you can tell he tries to remember his lines. Oh yeah, um, you can tell like, but he is funny though. I'll give him that. He needs a manager. For he sure, does he need needs a manager. manager. Um, he does the dumb blonde thing perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. And, and that might be to his benefit. But, um, yeah. oh, man, I don't know. I mean, you look at accomplishments between the two. Who Who's done it more? Um, I agree with Morrison. Like, he went out there. When he went to Lucha Underground, I think that's when he yeah. really... He's elevated. been champ everywhere he's gone. Yeah. He's been the heavyweight champ everywhere he's gone, except for WWE. Yeah. He has been intercontinental champ, tag team champ on numerous occasions in WWE. Miz has been champion one time or two times. I thought it was, yeah, I and thought it was a couple times. He is eight-time IC champ yeah. and has a plethora of tag team hmm. titles. Um, the who's Sean, huh? Huh. I don't know. Now... This this one, uh, I would have leaned more towards the Miz only because of um, his promo work. He can't wrestle. He can throw a good, you know, a good match. I don't remember honestly. I don't think I ever rated him badly in his matches. Have you? No, no. His matches have always been average or above average. I don't think he's ever had a a really bad match. Um, hmm. I will tell you this: you put the Miz in a promo with the Rock. <laughs> what happens? He gets shredded. He he as does good as he is. And he has gotten shredded would, before. Yes, but you got to so, go back and remember too. I don't know if it was a shoot or a work uh, oh, when he went after Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that's a shoot. Um, if I ever saw one, then he did another promo in the ring on Enzo. 
if you remember. Yep. And he yep. went off on him. And he and, and the one thing I, I, I can appreciate about them is is the simple fact that when he was shooting on Enzo, that he was really referring about himself too. Yeah. Saying, Hey, I was in that position once. But you know what? I got my head out my ass. I did this, I did that. So um I don't know. See, the thing is with Morrison, I, I don't want to take anything away from him because he has accomplished a lot. Um, I think he's accomplished more than um, more than the Miz. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that he can't that the Miz can't be the Sean of the group either. Um, That's true. Now, as a promoter, let me ask you this: as a promoter, uh, you can only pick one of them to be on your show. Which one would you pick? Morrison. Really? There's no way I pick the Miz over more. I look at Morrison and I say, "Wow." And then you show me what he can do in the ring. If if I never even looked at what he could do in the ring, and I just look at the two, mm-hmm. it's Morrison. Morrison mm-hmm. got the look. Yeah, but the this is, but but see, the Miz has the look too of a prick. And yeah, that he does. You, but let he me. He has that look that you hate. Like he's Tony, air, just we're like talking MJF. about. <laughs> yes, we're talking about Johnny Nitro, mm-hmm. Johnny Impact, Johnny Underground, Johnny Survivor. That's Johnny too much. <laughs> That's Johnny too much. That's Johnny too cool. You know, Johnny Eminem. You know, John Morrison. He's a he has the best entrance ever. Is there anybody that has a better entrance than him? No. I don't know about that. Slow motion Slow entrance. Motion. Yeah, yeah, but you can only see that in TV. He doesn't do that. Yes, in, in, on live. You can if he did it live, that would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be kind of weird. If you're like, wait, off. what matrix did I just step into, man? This is fucking <laughs> weird. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. This, this one is tough. This, this, I thought this was gonna be a softball, but it became tough. Um, if if I'm looking at it right now, okay, not thinking about uh, their past, I, I would have to say the Miz, uh, the Miz, uh, the Sean of the group is the Miz. Okay, um, and and. Fifty-seven percent of the people agree with you. Oh, that really? It is the Miz, and forty-three percent say John Morrison. Wow, Josh Sanders though he chimed in and he said, "I see John Morrison being better. He can be just as good on the mic. He isn't." <laughs> After I just bashed him, um, he is in better shape and can be and can do more cooler moves. Just look at HBA, uh, HBK type of guy. He is. I agree. And this was Josh Sanders' pick. He's been dying for us to talk about this. And look at what we did. We dragged it out for him. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, but it, like I said, though, um, at first glance, this was a softball. Um, yeah. Talking about it more. Um, yeah. No. It, it, it definitely tipped the scales to more of a 50-49, yeah. 51-49 yeah. kind of thing. It was yeah. difficult. Um, if I were to go there, um, my pick would still be The Miz, um, but it would be, I would, I would have to say 60-40. Okay. 60-40. That's where I'm at with it. Right I like now. this 57-43, right but I, I, I go with Morrison, 57-43. Morrison. That's, that's, that's how I look at it. Okay. All right. Um, (laughs) all right, let's go into our other, uh, Facebook poll, um, which is the survivor series, uh, make your own, (laughs) make your own survivor series Eh? with, with, uh, generations, you know, different generations here. 
Um, in our first row, we have the current generation. We have Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins. And it's weird to say this, Randy Orton, because Randy Orton yeah. is still going. Yeah. Um, in the second row, we have the Ruthless Aggression row. We have Eddie Guerrero, John Cena, Booker T, Kurt Angle, and Edge. Mm-hmm. In the Attitude Era, we got Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold, Mankind, Undertaker. In the New Generation Era, we have Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Owen Hart, Mr. Perfect, Ted DiBiase. And in the Golden Era, we have Andre the Giant, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, Roddy Piper, and Hulk Hogan. You need to pick one guy from each group, each row, Mm. and the first person you pick is your captain of your team. So I think we got some comments on that, on... uh, who is uh, what? What their team will be? I think we we talk about what other people did first, and then we'll talk about who we picked for this. Okay, uh, cousin Jay, haven't heard him in a while. Uh, he went ahead and picked Randy Orton, John Cena, The Rock, Shawn Michaels, and the Ultimate Warrior. Oof, that's a good. Okay. that's a good team. That's yeah, a good that's team. Terrible. That's a good lineup. Uh, Wilfredo Cruz, another blast from the past. Uh, he went ahead and picked Finn Balor. Uh, no, uh, no, sorry, the Fiend. The Fiend. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Uh, well, he said the Finn. You know, we <laughs> haven't heard from you in a while, Wilfredo, and then you come up with that. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, Booker T, Mankind, Mr. Perfect, and Rowdy Piper. So he went, he went a little bit old school there. That's like, that's an obscure kind of team. I don't know is. how, and think how they would work too. together. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how either. It's an odd team. I mean, you got Bray Wyatt. And you got mankind. <laughs> that's tough. That's a tough team. Just to... yeah, that's shit. that's a tough team. And, and and Bray is the the captain of the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How does that work? Wow, interesting. Todd Silver, another blast from the past. He said uh, he picked the Fiend, Kurt Angle, Austin, Mister Perfect, and Hogan. That's not bad. I like the Perfect Angle matchup mm-hmm. together. That's that's technical. But this he is your team, Austin. though, right? Yeah, this is your team. Yeah. He picked Austin and and Hogan. Mm-hmm. That that's too. Listen, man, I just saw a promo that uh, Austin cut while he was in ECW about Hogan. Yeah, I remember about yeah. Hogan ain't shit. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's gonna. That's not a good team. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that team. I don't think they work together. No. <laughs> no. No. No, yeah, that's a yeah, that's another one, and it's funny because two out of the yeah two out of two so far they're picking the fiend as their captain. Uh, uh, Elio Canella from uh, Wrestling POV Global, he chimed in. He said Roman Reigns, Eddie Guerrero, Undertaker, Bret Hart, and Randy Savage. Woo, that's a good team. That is a good team. I do. Dig Randy it. Savage, Undertaker, Undertaker is like the the powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Okay, Eddie Guerrero can't go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And now Roman here- Reigns, well, they there's a little issue there with Roman and Undertaker. Yeah, <laughs> um, but he, here's the the conflict I see in it though. It's like they would all be fighting to say that they're the captain. You yeah, because Roman <laughs> Roman right now he has this ego. Um, you got Randy Savage, who's like, no, that ain't Ooh, Yeah, I'm the captain. <laughs> uh, Eddie Guerrero, yeah. you know, Undertaker, Bret Hart. Um, hmm. <laughs> That's a tough one. 
That is definitely yep. a tough one. Mark Torres, he went on and said, Hogan, Brett, Stone Cold, John Cena, and Bray Wyatt. Interesting. Wow. So, aside from Bray Wyatt, he went with, like, the top guys from all the generations. Pretty much. Pretty much. And that's not going to work, Mark. I'm sorry. And, and by the way, I just had to shout out my man Mark Torres. Mark Torres is a phenomenal wrestling photographer. Oh, is he? Um, just want to put that out there. He's a great photographer. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's not that's not that's not gonna work. Not with all those egos. <laughs> I mean, th- this this is hard when it comes to egos because this is just one of those things, um, like these fantasy bookings and these fantasy team making things. It's just yeah. really difficult because we know. The egos of this. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, here's, hmm, looking at this, here's what my pick would be. Um, of course, you got to have The Fiend. You got to. Okay. Um, my second choice would be Eddie Guerrero. Okay. Um, my third would be The Rock. My okay. fourth would be uh, Bret Hart. And my okay. fifth, uh, that one's a hard one, but um, I you can't go wrong with Andre the Giant, which no one picked. Yeah. No one picked. That that was weird. So So who who's your captain? Who's your captain of your team? Between the five? Yeah. Um, I would go with The Rock as the captain. Okay. Okay. That's not bad. And and the reason That's why actually... and the reason why is it's nothing on Bray. He can cut a promo for days, but The Rock, um not to sound cliche, but the Rock is intensifying. Intensifying. What the fucking word is that? Intensifying. <laughs> is it intensify? Intensifying. Whatever. You know what I'm oh talking about. Oh, my brother. Testify. at me, Rick. <laughs> you <know> damn well. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that's a solid team that you got there. You got Fiend, Eddie Guerrero, Rock, Bret Hart, Andre. Yeah. That's a good team. That's You got your powerhouse in Andre. Yeah. You got your technical wrestler in Bret Hart. You got the most electrifying man in sports entertainment in The Rock. Mm-hmm. You got the guy that's going to lie, cheat, and steal in Eddie. And you got the crazy motherfucker in The Fiend. Yeah. Now, my thing is, you got The Rock as the team captain. Can The Rock keep this team together? Yes. Yes. You believe so? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And the reason why. But see, the thing of it is, I want the heel Rock, not the baby face Rock. Okay. Okay. With the heel rock, he definitely can keep this whole unit together. Um, a heel rock, I don't think, uh, not a heel, a uh, baby face rock, um, I don't know. That'll be a little bit hard. See, I disagree. I think, I think baby face, especially with your team, I think baby face rock controls everybody but the fiend. I don't think anybody controls the fiend. Right. But I think baby face rock does well for your team. And he does well because Andre is. Listen, as much as people want to make Andre as a heel, he's a he's a teddy bear. Yeah. And he, I think he, he, he wasn't was always with... a heel, though. Yeah. Towards the end and of I... his career, he was. And people got to realize that he wasn't always a heel. He was always a baby face. Always coming in the ring smiling. Yeah. You know? Um, towards the end of his career, that's when he started being a baby. I mean, a, a heel. But I think he did. Well, I think he was a, a heel a couple times though, but nothing that was like televised or anything. Um, I'm trying to think. I think when he was in New Japan, I think he was a heel. I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, he was a heel with the whole Hulk Hogan thing. Yeah. And yeah. Then... When he first tore off his shirt, 
with the cross yeah. and then cut his chest open with his damn fingernails. Andre, <laughs> cut them damn fingernails. Oh, he was cool. Um, but definitely, um, and actually, that's how everybody should have uh, answered this question. Because think about it this way, except with probably with the exception of Bray Wyatt. Um, and yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah, even even um, I'm just looking. Uh, yeah, with the exception of Bray Wyatt, everybody else has been a heel and a baby face. So that's yep. how they should have answered this question. Uh, who yeah. you got? Is it a rock heel or a rock baby? Or is it? That's true. And a um, lot of people picked Orton, and Orton is one of the best Survivor Series guys. I think yeah. he has the most Soul Survivor wins. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So, all right. So, what, what, what was your picks? What were your picks? All right. But um, before I give my picks, Miguel, what are your picks? Um, I'm gonna go with Ryback. That's it. Um, my <laughs> picks is gonna be uh my yeah, team captain. My <laughs> team captain's gonna be Bret Hart. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with uh Drew McIntyre. Oh, that's interesting. As my powerhouse of my team, I'm gonna go with Rowdy Rowdy Piper, okay. and I'm gonna go with Mankind. Oh, okay. And and I'll tell you why. Tell so me Bret why. Hart is my team captain. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> Kurt Angle is the technical mother effer we need, mm-hmm. and and that pride and glory kind of guy we mm-hmm. need. Uh. Drew McIntyre clearly is the powerhouse of this team, and I feel like he'll fall in line. I think Drew, out of everybody of the current roster, of Roman, of The Fiend, of Orton, mm-hmm. of Seth Rollins, he's the only one that's going to be like, this is your team, okay? I fall in line. <laughs> uh, that's a terrible Scottish accent. Um, <laughs> not your then, best, Rick. No, definitely not. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, mm-hmm. he's a team player. I've seen him on several Survivor Series teams. He's going to fall in line. He's going to be that crazy some bitch that we need. And, of course, we need the psycho. We need mankind. Mm-hmm. The guy that's just going to go ape shit on somebody. Um, so that's why I'm going with that. I'm going Bret Hart, Mankind, Kurt Angle, Drew McIntyre, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on that team? Not a bad team. Um... Hmm. Wait, who was it again? Read them off again. Bret Hart, mm-hmm. Mankind, mm-hmm. Kurt Angle, Drew McIntyre, and Roddy Piper. Yeah, definitely Drew McIntyre would be the uh, standout one, though, out the bunch because uh, he's a monster compared to these guys. Um, <laughs> yep. Hmm. Bret Hart, okay. Uh, Kurt Angle, though, I think that's what's throwing me off. Um, I mean, I, I looked at that Attitude Era the the egos are way too big, the Triple H, the Rock, Stone Cold. Yeah, it's just way, Undertaker, you know. Yeah. Uh, the reality. Uh, I'm sorry. I Wait, was who'd off you the pick between one. those? I picked Mankind in the Attitude Era. Oh, okay. All right. Um, but the Reality Era, pick. or the Ruthless Aggression Era, you got John Cena, Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just have to go. With Kurt, I mean, Kurt Angle, man, be getting disrespected. <laughs> like, he didn't do what he had to do. I'll never pick Edge, hands down. Yeah, I kind of figured that. <laughs> uh, Roddy Piper, that's a decent pick between all these guys. Um, but you got Hogan. Think, you got Macho yep. Man. You got Ultimate Warrior and Andre the Giant. Out of all those guys. Um, Piper's probably considered the fifth of those five, right. honestly. Yeah, he would be. But I feel like as a team player, he's the only one that will be like, all right, 
I'm a fall in line. <laughs> I, I I like my I teams know, falling in line. I don't, I don't line. think so. I don't think so. I think Piper. If you have a heel Piper in this Oof, team, that's different. Piper would be the one be, that would be like, "Get the fuck out of here, man! I'm leaving." He would leave in the <laughs> middle of the match. He wouldn't be a team player at all. He would. Um, interesting though that in uh, number four you got Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels, Owen Hart, Mr. Perfect, and Ted DiBiase. I haven't seen anybody pick Ted DiBiase. Yeah. All right. That, that, that new generation era, I was like, but, ain't nobody going to pick Ted. Yeah, but he does fall in line, though, with that era. Yeah. He does. And he um, would have been a good pick. I mean, he's been on numerous Survivor Series teams as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But uh, this is what we're going to do next week. Next week, we're going to put our, our two teams heads ahead, and we're going to see what the fans have to vote. And uh, mm-hmm. see what they have to say. We'll okay. have uh, Team Tony versus Team Rick. And we'll see what the, the fans say. You know, we haven't had something like that in a while. You know, it's been a long with, while. And, and with us not having our pay-per-view points game. I know, right? Uh, I think this is uh, the best way to go. Um, so yeah. next week, we'll, we'll hear what the fans have to say. And again, once one more time. My team is Bret Hart, Mankind, Kurt Angle, Drew McIntyre, and Roddy Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. And Tony's team is The Rock. The Fiend, Eddie Guerrero, Bret Hart, and Andre the Giant. Yeah. So uh, now, definitely. I, I got to throw this out there because uh, you you are always butting heads with this dude. Josh Sanders went ahead and picked Orton, Edge, Undertaker, Bret Hart, and Hulk Hogan. That's a ridiculous team. That's a terrible Why? team. Why? There, there's no coordination there. First of all, <laughs> Edge and Randy hate each other. Yeah. There's no way that they're going to work together. Mm-hmm. Uh. You said Undertaker yeah. and and Bret and Hart. who else? Hogan and Bret. And you know, I just I, I broke this team down when I saw him post that. Mm-hmm. Bret Hart and Hulk Hogan hate each other, brother. Yeah. They and recently Hulk Hogan uh, made a comment about Bret Hart, calling himself the uh, excellence of execution and mocking him. And it had he got the Montreal Screwjob from Survivor Series screwed up with WrestleMania sixteen and seventeen. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I don't know when it was, uh, 16 or 17, and he wouldn't take the job to Shawn Michaels uh, when Shawn Michaels reversed and pinned him. What? Hogan, what are you talking about? Everybody knows the Montreal school job was the reversal of the sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. That's what it was, Shawn Michaels. at Survivor Series. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Unless you want to be on the show, then you're not an idiot. Then yeah. you can... Definitely come on. I love you, Hogan. Um, um, but, yeah, Josh Sanders, that's a terrible team. I'm sorry. Uh, Undertaker, <laughs> you got Randy Orton. I, I mean, Undertaker has the most wins in Survivor Series. Okay. Yes. You have the most Soul Survivor wins in Randy Orton. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Edge and Orton are not going to get along. Mm-hmm. You're going to have Hogan and Brett saying, I want the tag, brother. I want the tag, right. brother. Someone's so, turning I, on somebody. Yeah. This, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the Undertaker line. just saying, fuck these guys. Yeah. I'm shocked I didn't pick Steve Austin. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, I was shocked too. I thought you were definitely going with Steve Austin for sure. Um, I have to say this, though. This Undertaker thing coming up, the 30th anniversary, mm-hmm. of, and we talked about this last week, if it, is it too much? Did you see the photo shoot? No, I didn't. Uh, oh, my God. You have to look at Jeff Hardy and Shinsuke Nakamura dressed up as the Undertaker with the gray gloves and everything. Oh, Jeff really? Hardy? Kills it. 
kills it. <laughs> and I wish Jeff Hardy would be that character. Really? If Jeff Hardy was that character, you have to see what he looks like. It, it's, it is excellent. Um, Sasha Banks did a cringy one. Yeah, man. I saw that one. I, that one I saw, yeah. That one is semi-pornographic. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're into those kind of things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, uh, what's her name? Alexa Bliss. I didn't like. I didn't think that was a good one. Uh, Liv, Liv Morgan did one. I didn't like it. Really? The um, only one I saw was Sasha's. That's it. Yeah, AJ Styles did one of their current one with the matchup they had. He had the bandana on. Oh, okay. That was okay. But uh, the best one I have to say is Jeff Hardy, hands down. Really? I gotta see the, that one. The makeup and everything. Or post yeah, it on our Facebook the, page. Definitely will. Um, but yeah, so next week we're going to have our Survivor Series teams, Team Tony versus Team Rick. Who's going to win? Actually, and why you know is it Team let's, Rick? Let's, let's, uh, ante up there and, uh, let's see if, uh, two of the guys from Global, uh, make their team. Actually, Elio did make a team, didn't he? Yeah, he so, did. Okay, so there's one. And, uh, between the Lone Wolf and, and, and TJ, let's see if one of them make a team and then we'll make it a fatal four away. Okay, fatal five way. You mean four way? Because it's five of us. Yeah, no, I said two of the people from Global. Oh, two. Okay, we'll make it four. To make it a fatal four way. Uh, But Elio already had his, so he's 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 in. in, Yeah, we'll make it a. You know what, Tony? You come up with great ideas sometimes. You know what? It just happens on the fly. Um, Yeah. Speaking of fly, this damn flies all over the place. I think it's the same one. Mike. It was on Mike Pence. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Um, No politics. (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, it just uh I think it'll be cool, you know, because it'll give people uh uh a shot at four different teams. Yeah. Or do you want to leave it at two? I just thought about that no, they can no, have the same no. ones. <laughs> no, that's that's good. I, I don't uh, Okay. Yeah, I think right, that'll we'll be do a, a good thing. Away we'll do and uh see who wins next week. I like that yeah, idea. F- for sure. I wish I, and you I, know I'm what? Maybe came we'll... up with it. Yeah, you you're absolutely right. You're perfect at that. Um <laughs> even though I didn't pick them in my team. Yeah. <laughs> Miguel, where are you? Nice. I mean, you guys just said no Ryback, so why would I even come to work? Because Ryback sucks. Oh, Lord. He's trying Unless to make he wants to be on back, I heard. Trying to make yeah. a comeback. Yeah. Not in WWE, that's for sure. No, no, WWE. <laughs> so, all right, so that is your um, uh, Facebook polls. If you have any suggestions on what do you want us to talk about, uh, just drop a line on our Facebook page, and uh, we'll be happy to uh, talk about it, have a good discussiones about it. Uh, is that even a word, what I just said? Discussiones? I think so. Okay, we'll make yeah. it work. Um, <laughs> uh, with that being said, it is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right, before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. Yahoo! As mentioned on AEW, Chris Jericho turns 50 years old. Jesus. And you know what? Uh, and I, I do got to throw this out there, but uh, I think Andy Anderson, the lone wolf, I think he said something about Jericho that he uh, he's gotten the Corona weight or something like. Was it him that said that? I don't remember who said it. Somebody said it, and I just laughed. I laughed because th- the minute that was brought out, uh, Jericho posted a picture of himself yeah. trying to show off his abs. And I was just like, abs? Them things ain't abs, man. It looked like you just drew them on there, man. 
<laughs> like he leaned up they against were... a freaking fence. <laughs> you could say they were absent. <laughs> uh, you know, Rick, there's a reason why we canceled Joke oh. of the Week. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. You know, I noticed you take jabs here and there to try to bring it back, but... Um, um, yeah. With that right yeah. there, that was the reason why. <laughs> All right, Disco Inferno turns fifty-three years old. Yes, Our good I, old I, friend. I, uh, I saw that. Um, he looks like he's in good shape. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, Not that. Uh, Cowboy Bob Orton <laughs> turns seventy years old. Holy shit! Serious? Yeah. Wow. For real. Still, still alive uh, and kicking, huh? Yeah, I wonder I if he still well, has that cast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kalisto turns 34 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. Happy now, birthday. talking about figures, Kalisto and Lince Dorado, they're fighting more than in just in the ring. They're fighting for who has the better body. Yeah. The, yeah. the abs, the workouts that they're doing is sick, man. I don't know what's going on. Speaking of uh, bodies, Keith Lee turns 36 years old. <laughs> how do you... How did you throw that in there like that? Speaking of it's bodies, just, this, how does it, it's what I do. I it's what I that, do. But this one, this time around, this is the first time because you're normally good at those. But this time around, <laughs> it makes sense. Well, how he's does, a big body. Speak, a big okay. All right. Well, you got me. Uh, <laughs> Leo Rush turns 26 years old. Yes, I think he's trying to make yes. a comeback. I actually uh, have some rumors about him. All right. Uh, Pete Dunn turns 27 years old. You want to talk about it in shape. Jesus Christ, yeah. man. Holy. You want to talk about orange. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Hanging out with Trump. That tanner, brother. Wait a minute. No politics. No politics. <laughs> and last but not least, Peyton Royce turns 28 years old. Yeah. 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 I thought she was older, but that's fine. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's fitting. Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, happy so much birthday, for her guys. push, huh? Right, yeah, push right out the door. Exactly. Uh, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. All right, uh, more Paige news. Uh, Paige had a stalker show up to her house, yes. and her boyfriend, Ronnie Radke, subdued him until the cops came. Yep. And uh, Ronnie had a, a message for people don't let me kill you. <laughs> He said it straight up. Don't mm -hmm. let me kill you. Don't come to my house again. Um, People, I, I don't know why that um, we shouldn't be, and I'm talking about myself, I'm talking about Rick's around the third, talking about the lone wolf, talking about TJ, I'm talking about the gentleman. We should not have to come on here on our shows and say the importance of don't do that. Um, yeah. These people have lives outside of wrestling they got personal lives outside of wrestling um does it come with the territory yeah and what i mean by that is the fame the popularity um the attention and yeah it, they do understand that it comes with the territory as a professional wrestler um in that stage part of wrestling um but we should not have to say, people, leave them alone. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you to think yep. in your head that, you know what? I'm going to go to their house and they're going to invite me in for tea and crumpets. It's like, no. <laughs> is that a thing, tea and crumpets? 
that's a Matt Novak thing. Yes, that is a Matt sure. Novak thing. Okay, that's where I heard it from. Matt. Thanks, Matt. Um, but uh, <laughs> how would I not know that? And I said it. Makes no sense. Sometimes I make no sense. I think you know what I noticed too is that my ADD just kicked in real bad in this episode. Oh yeah, it, it went, went, it went sideways. Yeah. yeah. What was I just? Yeah, Mr. About? Tony. The only sense you make is nonsense. <laughs> okay. That's funny. That you laugh at. My joke, which would hit home. It was right well, there. Well, the thing of it is because we need sound effects. And if I laughed once, at least he'll do his job for the rest of the show. See, Mr. Tony, that's making sense. Yeah. Jesus. See? Told wow. you. It works. It works all the time. Anyway, but like I said, <laughs> we should not have to come on the show, on our show, and, and say how... Damaging Don't that is. Don't be a stalker. Don't be a stalker. <laughs> Jesus. Leave these guys alone. Um, my oh. next bit of yeah. sad news. Uh, Jake the Snake has COPD, the lung disease. Yes, I um, heard about that. He said he, he's had it for a while, and mm. then he's going to continue to work. One um, of those things where you just... You know what COPD is? Yes. Can you explain a, to the people that don't know? Not insulting any, like, anybody's intelligence. You know, some people just don't know. No, it's uh, like a degenerate uh, uh, lung disease mm -hmm. that like eats away at your lungs. Right. Um, and uh, it's just sad. I, I, I really hope that he's able to pull, pull through. He's a hell of a smoker. Yes. And that, that definitely, uh, I definitely believe that that has a lot to do with it. Mm -hmm. COPD is really dangerous. Sometimes you just have these attacks where it's just hard to breathe. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jake, I, I wish you the best. Hope you take care of yourself and uh, keep and keep doing what you're doing. You know, he's staying on the right path. He's doing the right thing. Yeah. And uh, it's one of those things where you just like, don't do this to Jake. Like, don't take Jake from us. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. he's on the right path. He's doing the right thing. Yep. Let's. He's getting so, right. Uh, in yeah, other words, exactly. It'll, it'll it'll suck that you know here's this guy who's trying to get right and he is getting right and he has gotten right. And then, poof, you know, it's like, whoa. But, yeah, yeah. no, you're right. I mean, um, but like you said, too, though, he was really, really heavy, uh, a heavy smoker. Uh, unfortunately, he did do a lot of drugs, too. Yeah. He doesn't do them anymore, thank God. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, yeah. that one hit hard, too. Yeah. And, so uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to uh, Jake the Snake. Um, mm -hmm. This kind of news is what I don't like. Our good friend Savio Vega, who appeared on uh, WPOV Quarantine, <laughs> yeah. and, and it has nothing to do with Savio Vega. It has everything to do with Vince McMahon listening to our show. Yeah. Um, Savio Vega is going to be appearing at Survivor Series for <laughs> the Undertaker's 30th anniversary. Yes, he is. Interesting. Um, interesting, right? Yeah. So, so interesting. You appear on our show, and mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you're back at Survivor Series. Mm -hmm. What does that say? Yeah. Yeah. Vince McMahon's you know, like, he's fucking but, taking our guys. You know, well, in, in in the famous words of Vince McMahon, he's pretty much just said, fuck him. Um, yep. Vince, I mean, can you give us some kind of credit, bro? Something? <laughs> Something? Savio, Savio, buy a shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. <laughs> wear it on Survivor Series and we're set. All right, Savio? We'll be good. Yeah. Just wear a shirt yeah, that's true. <laughs> at Survivor Series yeah. and we're that's it. Yeah, that's that's all we ask, Savio. <laughs> and speaking of uh, wrestling POV quarantine, 
our big news, WWE Hall of Famer Bushwhacker Luke yes. set to appear on this Tuesday's episode. Yeah, the Bushwhacker Luke. Yeah. That'll be They're going to be talking about uh, wrestling territories with the guys at Wrestling POV Quarantine. That would be cool. Huge. That would be cool. Huge announcement there. Um, yeah, <laughs> I wish I was there so he could lick my head. Um, <laughs> a virtual licking of the head. <laughs> First you got a virtual punch from Raven Lake, and then you get a, yeah. you want a virtual lick in the head. <laughs> yes, I wonder if he would have done it. You know what? Oh, um, I just said what I said. Yes, thinking back, and and I know <clears throat> going back to this episode, I'm gonna wish I never just said licking of the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, wow. You know what? Let's go into your rumors, Tony. <clears throat> all right, rumors. Roman Reigns is scheduled to work with Daniel Bryan next after all this uh, debacle. Okay. Um, Kill him. <clears throat> Kill him, Roman. Will this be um, <laughs> Will this be uh, Daniel Bryan's last run? Because I heard he wanted to it retire. It has to be. Yeah, he it to has retire. to be. Um, yeah, it has to be because uh, he really hasn't been doing much. Um, looks like he's helping a lot of people, which is fine. Oh, yeah. Um, he's pushing Big E. Yeah. Uh, there's interest in Davey Boy Smith Jr. from pretty much every pro wrestling promotion. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, he's a free agent. Uh, where do you, th you think he's going to go? Uh, I'm going to say it, Tony. AEW? <laughs> AEW. Um, <laughs> though, 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 I, well, no, no, it, no, it does work. Go With to AEW. Brian, Brian Pillman, Pillman Jr. Jr. Yeah. yeah yep. That's it. And uh, David, those that don't know Davey Boy Smith Jr., this dude is a monster. Yeah. He is I big. met him in person. Oh, have yeah. you? Yeah. He's awesome. He's an awesome dude. He, he, at the time, he was telling me he was training for MMA. And, oh really? Uh, trying to get into that, yeah. So oh, shit. Um, that'll be cool. But uh, yeah, he's huge, man, wow. huge dude. And actually, he replaced Psycho Sid. Um, I was all prepped up to get Sid to sign my autograph, and they were like, "Oh no, Sid's not here." <laughs> uh, he couldn't show up. He was busy uh, power bombing so, me. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what I heard. <laughs> well, you still you got somebody. Um, yes. Yeah, so I, I think, honestly, I think uh, WWE might try to pursue him. But uh, I do agree with you, though. I think a better fit for him would be AEW with Brian Pillman Jr., though. Try to recreate yes. the uh, that Hart Dynasty from years ago. Um, Leo Rush uh, made a comment saying that he'll be in the upcoming Power Rangers movie. Oh. Yeah. I don't know exactly what he's going to be doing. But I did find it interesting how he dyed his hair green. Yeah. So, <laughs> is he going to be the Green Power Ranger? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, 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 this one I thought was interesting. The WWE could be bringing back No Way Jose. They're thinking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. No way. Yeah. I wouldn't go back. But you, but after you know that. what? But I understand. I do. I really do. But. I have to be, I have to play ignorance on this and uh, say, well, since he's been released, I haven't heard anything from him. That's true. So I know he's been doing indies before this whole pandemic started. I know he's been doing some indie shows, but um, uh, AEW didn't pick him up. New Japan didn't pick him up. Ring of Honor didn't pick him up. MLW didn't pick him up. So it's kind of like, 
you know, hey, if WWE wants me back, I'll go back. Yeah. And think about it yeah. this way. I've always said this, and I'm going to stay true to it. The fact that um, you would be on WWE television will raise your stock. Yeah. And when I say that, I'm saying it as far as, you know, WWE is, is worldwide. Everybody knows if that don't know wrestling knows WWE. I'm sorry. Yep. And I'm not trying to sound like a WWE guy, but it's the truth. You know, seriously, no way, Jose. I have not heard a peep from him except for the one video he did that he looked like Millie Vanilli, uh, little brother. But, you know, I'm just like, okay, if he's coming back, okay, fine. But he should not be coming back as No Way Jose. No. No, for don't. sure not. Don't come out with the conga line, you know. And I, I feel... see retribution in this future, honestly. Mm. That could be it. That could be it. Yeah. That could be it. He's he's a big he's a big guy. He would fit in yeah, with that is. group for sure. Yeah. But he can't be no way Jose no more. Please stop. No, no conga line. I don't want to see it. I don't. Um. But like I said, it would raise his, you know, stake. You know, it would uh, uh, wait, wait, up wait, his value. Wait. No. Um, no, 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 stop. It's going to raise his stake, Tony. Yeah. I'm not going to Not his stock, his, his stake. stake. His stake. That one too. <laughs> stake, stock. You know, there's a difference. Oh, no. They're both the same, actually. Did I just say really say stake? That's because I'm thinking yes. about stake. <laughs> I did say stake. Son of a bitch. Raise his stock. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Don't worry, we won't take that out of editing. No, that we won't, won't be fix taken it. out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's why a lot of people listen to the show, just to hear me fuck up on the show. Uh, <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, but yeah, hey, welcome back to Jose on your stake. Um, this Sunday, there's supposed to be a, a major announcement coming uh, regarding the women's wrestling. Okay. Didn't say what, nothing... Uh, <laughs> No hints or nothing. They just said there's going to be a major announcement tomorrow, Sunday. Um, and uh, last but not least, uh, and it's going to pretty much segue into our hot tag news after the injury. Selena Vega said that at one point, there was apparently a plan in place to have her marriage to Aleister Black become part of a WWE storyline. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so just keep that in mind. Uh, that's all I got for the rumors. Uh, let's go straight into the injury, Rick. You know, Chelsea Green, man, can't catch a break. Well, she did catch a break. She broke her wrist. Are you serious? Be out on six, yeah, on SmackDown. Jesus Christ. Made her debut. Uh, looks like the debut wasn't planned. Uh, no, it wasn't. I thought for, that was Zelina's spot. It was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's out six to eight weeks now. Jesus. Second time she's broken her wrist. Uh, during her NXT debut, wow. she broke her wrist. Yes. And now during her main roster debut, she breaks her wrist again. Wow. And um, the, she's not going to get away with that toilet paper train she came out with. What the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but when did she injure it, though? I didn't see it. Uh, when she got thrown into the barricade. Oh, she okay. broke her wrist. Okay. And then you notice she never came back on yeah. TV. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for the injuries. Let's go into the hot tag news. Been waiting for this one. Yeah, which is uh, Zelina Vega uh, released 
from WWE. Um, now, there's a lot of speculation on why she was released. Um, yeah. And it had nothing, and I will confirm this, it has nothing to do with the tweet that she put out about being a, um, a supporting unionization. Of un yeah, that word. Um, unionization. See, I did there you it. go. I'm, see, you know you what? There's yeah. a reason why I'm the host of Wrestling POV Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and it sure as hell ain't that. But, um, yeah, she was uh, released. It wasn't because of that tweet that she put out there. It was more because of the simple fact that she has a, um, a separate Twitch account, uh, fans-only account. Yeah. Um, but... There's no nudity. She's not being nude. She's not being anything inappropriate. She is basically cosplaying because uh, yep. she loves to cosplay. Uh, she talks with her, with the fans, and uh, apparently she makes a lot of money doing it. Um, yep. What are your thoughts on this, Rick? I honestly am very upset that WWE released her. Mm -hmm. um, the only Puerto uh, Rican woman, she, too. Yep. And when she put that she supported unionization, she already knew that she got released. Yeah. She had already known. Um, that much I know. Um, it's terrible for her. Mm -hmm. Well, for WWE, I feel like. For her, it I is. think she has many options. Uh, AEW is going to be calling in those three months that she has to uh, no fight clause. She'll definitely be in Til AEW. February, yeah. Yep. Um, Mike Kanellis tweeted this out. Mm -hmm. Uh this generation of wrestlers won't stand for the bullshit. One man will not make a fortune off our broken backs anymore. Mm -hmm. And I got to agree. I feel like John Cena, like I've mentioned numerous times, is yeah. part of this old school mentality where, well, I just made a movie. Vince McMahon, here's your cut. But yeah. Vince McMahon has nothing to do with that movie. It's not even a WWE movie. No. And you're giving him money? Yep. No, and Mike Kanellis is absolutely right. I think this generation of wrestlers is like, no, bro, what the fuck? Like, I, I'm earning this money. I'm yeah. not even using my wrestling, anything to do with wrestling. This is about cosplaying mm -hmm. Pokemon stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, yep. uh, anime stuff, all this other different thing. Like, Zelina, uh, I, I feel terrible for her. I feel terrible for Alistair. Alistair wanted to leave SmackDown and go back to he NXT. Went, yeah, and was denied. They denied him. Uh, yeah. I'm sure he's going to be out soon. And I think it's think best so? for him to be out. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, though I do agree with you. Um, AEW will definitely definitely be knocking on her door. Um, yep. But I don't think she'll go to AEW. I think, honestly, I think she'll go to New Japan. Okay. Um, and I think she'll, she'll go to New Japan because of Aleister Black. Um, yes. Aleister Black would definitely, definitely fit in in New Japan. Um, of course, obviously, New Japan is known for a lot of anime stuff, and they're yep. into that, too. They're into cosplaying, so they're into that, too. Um, to, for, for Japan to be their home base, they would love it there. They would love it there. Um, that's where I think they're un, uh, she'll end up going. And soon after, I think that's where Aleister Black will be going. But at the same time, think of it this way, too. Um, look at what's going on after Miro left. Or otherwise yeah. known as Rusev Day. 
look what happened with that. They put all of a sudden putting Lana on TV all the time. Yeah. They're not. And, and the thing what people's got to understand is that they're not punishing Lana. I don't. I've never heard of a punishment where you're going to be on TV every week. It's ridiculous. I just literally said that your stake will raise if <laughs> you, the minute you show your face on WWE television. And a punishment would be not to be on TV. Think about that, people. Think about that. Um, Lana's been on TV all the time. And, and why do you think they're doing that? Because they don't want Lana to leave. They're, yeah. they're, they're putting her in this role. They're, they're, I would say this, that Lana is easier to do that with than it would be Alistair Black. Like If they no, just come and out and say... No, that's absolutely right. That's true. But I, I was going to get to that. But, the, but so what I'm trying to say is that they're not going to... You know, obviously, they're not going to job out Aleister Black. They're not. No. They're not. But they will put him in a storyline. I guarantee it. <clears throat> Either at Su- Survivor Series or after Survivor Series, they're going to put him in a storyline. I'm telling you right now, I guarantee it. Why? Because they don't want Aleister Black to leave either. They know that he has a good character. They know that a lot of fans like him. They're not going to have him leave as much as he Does wants somebody- to leave. The, uh, well, Survivor Series is they still need one more guy on the SmackDown team. Is that they knock on his door? Yeah. And they bring him on exactly. as the fifth guy on the team. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's within the next three weeks. Put it that way. So it'll be either before some Survivor Series or at Survivor Series or after Survivor Series. But it, okay. within the next three weeks, I guarantee you're going to see Aleister Black in the storyline. And and right. why? Because they don't want him to leave either. Because they already denied him not uh, to, to not go to NXT. So they're going to do what they're going to do to keep him there. Yeah. Um, as far as Zelina goes, it's going to be unfortunate. It's, it's, it's tragic for me. It's unfortunate because she is probably, uh, in the, uh, of the women that they have, I think she's the only one that can cut an awesome promo. Um, her wrestling is getting better. Um, even though she was a wrestler, she was never a manager. People yep. need to understand that. She came in the business as a wrestler, not a manager. So, yep. you all got to remember that shit. Um, Say uh, Trinidad. Yeah. And what people also has to understand, too, is that the comment that I just made, yeah, it, her wrestling doesn't, it's not that great. But the role that she was playing was a manager. She hasn't wrestled during that time in a while. So, yep. yeah, her, you know, wrestling dropped a little bit. But she's been wrestling a lot more. Um, they've been putting her in a lot of matches, all this other crazy shit. And for me, it's like, you know, they really dropped the ball on that. And all because she was verbal, in my opinion. Yep. All because she was verbal. Exactly all because, right. all because, and, 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 you know, we discussed this a minute ago about the WWE being greedy. You know, th- if these guys want to make money, let them make fucking money. What what business yep. of it is, you know? I, but they do got a point. They do got a point as far as uh, they don't want them using the name. Okay, fine. Yeah. Let them it's use fine. it. They can still make money using their own personal name. We talked about Paige last week and the whole thing about uh, with, her, with her Twitch stream. That woman's making 40 grand a month on yep. Twitch. And you know, Tony, it kind of pisses me off that they take Zelina out and they kept Paige. Mm-hmm. 
and they're both being defiant. That's yes. kind of is is, is it's yes. kind of upsetting. It is you know? upsetting. And I, and I will and I will say this, and I'm gonna call it out. There's some racial discrimination there. I'm gonna say that. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't think so. Um, I think <clears throat> I think in their eyes, I think they see more value in Paige than they do Zelina. Yeah, and Paige, who's not doing anything. Exactly. I'm sorry. No, I agree. Paige, I agree. Paige is not doing anything She's for not. the company. She's not, and I agree with that. But in their eyes, they see Paige as more of a value than they do Selena, even yeah. though she's not doing nothing. Even though Zelina Vega is the AJ Lee of our yes. of this era. Yes, I agree. I agree. But in their eyes, they see Paige as a more relevant and a more and more of a star than they do Zelina. They do. Um, and I don't know. And it could be part of this, too. It could be uh, the fact that she did get hurt on WWE's dime. So they're still trying to take care of her. But you're yeah. absolutely right. She's being defiant about this whole thing. And y'all still going to keep her? Meanwhile, Zelina Vega is basically doing the same thing. And then you guys are like, well, fuck you. Go. It's like, God, <laughs> Lord, what the fuck? Yep. Zelina's very talented. They're drop. They're definitely dropping the ball on Zelina Vega. Um, I, obviously, we all will follow her career. Now, I don't know how much she was making off of this Twitch thing. She's got to be making a lot. But she was She's making a lot. Making. Put it this way: so the fans only page that she has is thirty dollars yeah. a month for a subscription. Woo. For her, yeah, and she ain't taking no and, clothes and, off. Yeah, <laughs> and you did that because of. You were doing it as a, a research writer and everything, right? Research, right? Yes, for the show. Yeah, for the show. Yes, I gotta okay. cancel my subscription. <laughs> yes, thanks for putting me out there, Rick. <laughs> raise your steak. Yes, they raise, hey, my steak rose. <laughs> ah, wow. <laughs> See, uh, Mr. Rick, that's how you do it. Yeah, yeah, hey. Tony's joke of the week coming soon. Uh, no, no, it won't. God, Lord, it won't. Um, no, but it is. I, 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 I do understand where you're coming from too. Um, but I just don't. I don't think that is that. Um, I just think that they really do believe that Paige is still more of a, a of a star uh, than they do see uh, Zelina. Um, and in. And- I do have to say this. Um, so I posted this, and a guy from the FBI. Um, Full-blooded Italians. Yeah, not the FBI, FBI, but the full-blooded Italians. Uh, Mike Iorio. Well, his that's his uh, his shoot name is Primo Carnera the Third. If yeah. you guys do not remember him, uh, Rick just said he was an FBI in the ECW. He was the giant of the group. <laughs> Um, and let me just tell you this. He's out there. He shared our post, which I appreciate. But he's out there trying to scout and trying Zelina. to take Zelina Vega yeah. to come to the, their promotion, his NAWA promotion. Yeah, I'll, I'll shout it out, NAWA. <laughs> but I will say this. That's good. Good tactics. Because that's, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. It I'm is. trying to get Zelina on WPOB quarantine. <laughs> Zelina, actually, come she, on, girl. She would have been good for the Puerto Rican episode. Yeah. yeah, and I and, uh, definitely want to try to get her on that. So, uh, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, th those that don't know, Primo Carnera the third, he was uh, part of the FBI group back in ECW. He was the uh, the taller of the one, and uh, he did a few stints in WWE or WWF yep. at the time. But um, I've met with Primo years ago when I started wrestling um, here in the states, and he was with us. And uh, one of the shows that we had, and uh, I know we're going off topic. I know. But I had to I had to throw this out there because if you guys listen to Conan's uh, Keeping It 100, um, they have this uh, I forgot what it's called, but uh, they're they're making claims that the first ever reverse battle royal was in TNA, and that is not yeah. true. That is not true. And our the friend of the show Kenny Casanova can attest to this. Um, that's not true. The TNA was not the first ever reverse battle royal. If you guys don't know what a reverse battle royal is, a reverse battle royal is the first one into the ring. <laughs> yep. So you're all fighting outside. Long story short, going back to Primo Carnera the third, uh, he used to wrestle with the promotion I was in called Newbie Wrestling. Uh, he had a feud with the late great five second count king kong bundy yeah so uh at the time new breed wrestling was still fairly new uh the ring was new uh we were still everyone was still learning the craft of putting the ring together and all this other stuff so that was the main event of that night which was primo canary the third versus king kong bundy and they broke the ring uh like literally broke the ring it was not, there was no way anybody else can wrestle after that. So the last match of the night was a battle royal. And uh, I think it was, honestly, I think it was Kenny Casanova that called it and said, fuck it, let's do a reverse battle royal. First one in the ring wins. <laughs> Go yeah. out there. So we all went out there. That was the day that I got hit in the face with an ironing board by Tony DeVito, another ECW dude. And I went flying over the top of the ring, uh, not the ring, but the gate. And I hit some a fan in the face with my boot and broke his nose. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, but the fan was very, you know, he was cool with it. You know, he wasn't placing a lawsuit or anything. He was just happy to be involved in the wrestling, in the wrestling segment. I was like, you really wasn't, dude. I clocked you in the nose. Anywho. Uh, so that's how the reverse battle royal was, was done. And the first one in the ring was the one that was declared winner. I don't even remember who won it. But, uh, yeah, because of Primo Carnera the third, that's the reason why we had to do that. And King Kong Bundy. But uh, Conan, no, you guys were not the first ones to do a reverse battle royal. And if you ever want to hear this story again about the reverse battle royal, listen to episodes 22, 49, 62, 102, 159, 200, 201, 207, mm -hmm. and now episode 248 to hear about the reverse battle royal that Tony Diaz was in. You missed a few episodes, right? <laughs> you missed episode 50, 60, 61, 63, 72, 73, 80, 81, 101, 102.5, because there was a .5 in there somewhere. <laughs> Fuck out of here. This is the first time I ever told that story. <laughs> no. 
Oh, maybe, with that being maybe said, the I think time. it's maybe the second time. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I think it's time for a pause, Tony. Yeah, sure. So when we come back, we'll go over this week in wrestling. What's going on? This is your NXT Cruiserweight Champion, Leo Rush. Make sure you listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys absolutely rock. You're incredible. From the man of the hour, Leo Rush. And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV and purchase a t-shirt today from the Wrestling POV Podcast. We have four t-shirts available, one with Miguel Cole, one for Wrestling POV Global, and two of the Wrestling POV nonsensical words and our logo. Make sure you pick it up today for $19.99. Guys, it helps us keep this show running. We have four shows running right now. We have Wrestling POV Podcast with me, Tony Diaz, Miguel Cole, every Saturday on iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn Radio for free every week. Uh, we t- discuss all the things WWE. You can go to Wrestling POV Global every Friday as they discuss AEW Dynamite in detail. They also go over New Japan, NXT UK from time and time again. And also, uh, with the, that's with Elio Canella, uh, the Lone Wolf, Andy Anderson, and TJ Logan. Also, don't forget, we have uh, WPOV Quarantine this Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we have a show, our video show, which is available on YouTube and on our Facebook page. Also, you can get the audio versions of uh, on iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn Radio for free as well. This week, we have the legend and the WWE Hall of Famer, Bushwhacker Luke. As they go, just go, ah, as they go over <laughs> territories. You talked about me, huh? Alright, listen, I if anybody could cut do these ads like I do, uh, I would give them a- You should have just raised your stake. <laughs> just- and last but not least, <laughs> Wrestling POV Aftermath, where we go over everything uh, all the pay-per-views right afterwards. So AEW, WWE, we go we got you covered. Uh, speaking of which, our next Aftermath episode will be Survivor Series, so mm-hmm. uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah. Uh, with that all being said, Jeepers. Our, let's go into this week in wrestling, and let's get Raw. Yeah, so uh, Raw, uh, the Miz promo, uh, I gave that a three and a half. Wow. Yes, yes. Don't know why. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I thought it was really good. You know, Randy coming out, and then the New Day coming out, then Drew coming out, then they all fight. This was this was probably, um, I don't want to say one of the best openings, because it, it's not. But it was good enough for me to be like, holy shit, what the fuck's going on here? I agree with you. I gave it a 2.5, but mm-hmm. I agree with you. It was one of the better openings that Monday Night Raw has had in a long yeah. time. Yeah, so I gave, like I said, I gave it a three and a half. Um, a couple other threes that I gave this show, and it's rare that I, that Raw, for me, that I gave a few threes for. Um, uh, Ricochet versus Ali. Yes. I gave that a three. But not only that, I liked Ali's uh, finisher. Submission. Yeah. yeah. I was like, holy shit. What the hell? I thought that was pretty cool. That was a really... and. and I have to bring this up. There was a little bit of uh, some people, some fans, I guess, were getting on. Is it Tom Phillips or Todd Phillips? Tom Phillips. Tom, Tom Phillips. Phillips. Because he kept saying Mustafa Ali. And they were like, it's not Mustafa Ali. Why are you saying it like that? It's Mustafa Ali. 
Now, I know for a fact because I was uh, in Desert Storm, so I was over there and I heard a lot of them talk. Uh, and I'm not trying to sound you know, like that, but anyway. And they do pronounce it like that, Mustafa. And yeah. not only that, Ali even came on. I think it was Raw After Talk or whatever they call that. And uh, I think it was uh, Charlie Caruso yep. or the other girl, one of, one of them. Uh, they, she was say, m- calling him Mustafa. And then Mustafa was like, wait, what did you just call me? And as he said it, and then he goes, no, it's pronounced Mustafa. So, yep. you know, the fans were getting on Tom Phillips and saying, you know, they, 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 they were bashing him. And the dude was like, no, it's not pronounced that way. It's pronounced this way, how I was saying it on, on the show. So, people, stop, stop, stop. Jesus, man. Do your Especially after research. you got corrected. Especially exactly. after you got corrected. You know, exactly. I, I, ridiculous. Dumb. Anyway, um, but no, that was a good match. I, I thought, it, like I said, Ali's finisher was off the hook. Um, another three that I gave was the main event. Randy and Miz uh, and Morrison versus Drew uh, and The New Day. I gave it a three. You know, it wasn't that bad. Uh, a hot start and a, and a not too bad finish for Raw. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and did you catch Sheamus saying obnoxious? Yes. <laughs> I was like, yes. Thanks for the shout out. No, I'm just kidding. All right, what were your high points? Yeah, you know what? I totally agree with you. My high points was the Drew McIntyre New Day defeating Orton, Miz, and Morrison. I gave that a three. Mm-hmm. I also gave a three to Ali defeating Ricochet. And I gave a 2.5 to the Miz TV or in the New Day segment again, and Drew. I gave that a 2.5. Mm-hmm. Those were my highest points. And you know what? Like I always say, they gave us the nice, toasty, yeah. buttery bread. <laughs> but that meat was spoiled, man. Oh, <laughs> the middle of this show was terrible. And, I, and yeah. I'm going to – you know what, Tony? I'm going to bump you, and I'm going to tell you my point fives, my lowest points Go of ahead. Monday Night Raw. Our true 24-7 title, 0.5. Mm-hmm. Lashley defeating Titus O'Neil, 0.5. Yeah. Why are you doing that to Titus? Yeah. And, and then he couldn't even get the Lashley lock in. But not only that, not only that, because I'm, I'm going to jump in on this one too. Yeah. Because um, I also gave it a 0.5 too. Nothing against Titus O'Neil, but you're absolutely right. Why are you going to do this to him? And the thing of it is they even said it. That, you know, you do a lot of stuff, blah, 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 you know, with the community and da 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 and, and I know for a fact that's why they're still keeping them in there. But at yep. the same time, which is good. I'm not saying anything bad. But at the same time, when this happened and it turned into a match, this was the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. Titus could not throw a punch. Titus was not selling no. at times. And I was like, what the fuck? Wait, what is it? And even Lashley was looking at him like, bruh, what are you doing? And they it couldn't was, get the, the. It was terrible. They couldn't get the and full he, Nelson. And then, yeah, and he could not get the full Nelson on. I was like, bro, what are you doing? This right, is bad. Continue with um, your rant. Uh, the Raw team meeting, a point five. What the hell are they doing out there? You're the skipper. Yeah. And you're the dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and Keith Lee. Uh huh. Oh, uh-huh. he's got to stop. Uh-huh. He's got to uh-huh. stop with that. It's enough. But no, not only why that, are you making though, sound effects? Uh, yeah, but not only that, though. Have you noticed that every time he's doing a promo with a group of people, he's got to chime in all the time? Yeah. Have you noticed that? And it, yes, and it, he always and it has something to say. And he throws the promo off. It's yeah, like, exactly. What was it? Uh, one of them said it. It could have been AJ. 
And he said, yeah, because I beat him. And then, like, while AJ was talking, oh. he goes, well, I beat him, too. It's like, oh. I powerbombed him. Yeah, I powerbombed him. Yeah. I'm like, dude, no. That's not your spot. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Ugh. God. Yeah, and another point five to uh, Baszler defeating Lana. Lana does not belong in the ring, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, as much as I advocated for her and I pushed yeah. for her, she got to raise her stake. It, it, it's just it's just not it. She's not doing the right thing out there. Wait, did you um, just say raise her stake? Yes, for sure. That, that's what we're doing now. That is um, what we're doing, yes. Um, She is terrible in the ring. Baszler doesn't even know what to do with her. Um, yeah. And I, I'm not going to cut anything bad about Shayna Baszler. Uh, it's well, all Lana. She did what she had to do. Yeah. She did what she Lana had to do. Lana does but not know I will how say to react. This. I will say this. Um, I kind of disagree with you a little bit with the whole Lana thing. She is getting better. She really is. And I'm going to tell you why. We always talk about, as a professional wrestler, we always talk about paying dues. We always talk about yeah. uh, if you can't sell for the other person, you should not be in the ring. And Lana's doing that. Okay, she's she overselling really though. I don't think she's overselling. She's oh! doing, I, no. I, I think she's doing exactly what she sh- needs to be done. She's going up against Shayna Baszler, who's the baddest woman supposed to be on that roster. Um, she's getting beat the fuck up by Nia Jax, which she should technically should be. Um, yeah. But I think just she's getting better, and for me, I see it as. She is paying her dues in the kind of hardest way possible, but she's going to get even better as time goes on. So, okay. you know, that, that's how I see it. So, All right. What are your uh, low points of Monday Night Raw? My low points, Ed, I agree with you. It was the last week promo with Titus. I gave it a point five. Uh, the other point five I gave was the seven-way match for Ooh. the 24-7 title. Yep. Terrible. Terrible. Why? We talked about this, what, last week? About it, about the whole yep. um Yep, twenty four seven. And uh it's it's when I saw it I was like, You gotta be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. It was just bad. Uh really bad. Uh what else? I think that was it. Okay. I think that was it. So yeah. Um but as a side note, like I said, Seamus saying obnoxious, yo, I lost it when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> and and I do have to say that I'm not a big fan of of these types of segments, but I did get a nice chuckle with the segment with Drew Gulak in the Hurt Business. <laughs> I thought that yes. was pretty funny. Yeah, you know, he was trying to join the Hurt Business and this and that. I did thought for a second though that he was going to join, <laughs> like they were going to allow him. I was like, yeah. "Holy shit!" But then the thing that topped it off was the fact <laughs> that he had a clip-on tie, and yeah. they were just like. <laughs> Bro, you had a clip-on tie? Seriously, you want to join her business? So I thought it was funny. That was, and I'm not a big fan of those types of segments either. Those backstage yeah. promos, I'm not. But this one, I was kind of like, oh, here, all right, that was funny. Did um, you notice they fixed Slapjack's mask? I saw that. So now it's not out anymore. Yeah. Now it's like it's on his more face. In and it's darker. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, overall, though, shockingly. I did give uh, Raw a 2.39 this week. Wasn't wow. too shabby. Wow. Yeah. I gave Raw this week a 1.5. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, let's go into NXT POV. Yeah. Mamma Mia. Mara, now, miss you, man. you know, watching this show, <laughs> I, had to, I had to calm myself down. 
because I wow. right away in the opening match I gave it a five just because I was just like wow and then I had to say no Rick yeah. relax yeah rewatch <laughs> rewatch the match Leon Ruff defeating oh, Johnny Lord. Gargano for the NXT North yes, American title yes, gave that a did. three. That was my highest point of NXT this week. I'm sorry, guys. This was gold. Oh, I loved it. Fuck you, Johnny Gargano. He absolutely <laughs> deserved it. Come on, guys. He absolutely yeah, he deserved to win that Leon Ruff. I gave. I gotta give it to Leon for that. So now let me, me let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Did that that did that uh kind of brought back a memory? From when the uh, one two three kid beat Razor Ramon? Yeah, that's what it was for me. Right? It was like it was like uh, Barry Horowitz winning or something. You yeah. know, it was just <laughs> it was one of those moments. Yeah. Uh, what was your high point of NXT this week? Uh, for me, uh, there was uh, one that really stuck out, and that was Santos Escobar versus Jake Atlas. I gave it a three. I really like this match. Santos, I'm a big fan of his, man. Um, and as much as I agree with you uh, about <laughs> Leon Ruff winning the North American Championship, I did give it a 2.5 only yeah. because of the shock value. I was honestly, I'm going to tell you straight up, I was ready to give this a 0.5. Because of the simple fact that when he did the whole wheel thing, and I'm like, they're really going to do this. And then when Leon, honestly, when Leon Ruff came out, I was just like, oh, this poor guy, man. They, they, first of all, I, I'm happy for Leon Ruff only because yep. of the simple fact that they did hire him to be a jobber, a carpenter. For three years. Yeah. For, yeah. So I was happy with that. The man, again, the man does anything that they're asking him to. He's been on Raw. He's been on SmackDown. They've been using him a lot on NXT. And then when this happened, I was like, okay, this is going to be a quick match and blah, blah, blah. So I was kind of like, you know, because I watch AEW and NXT at the same time. So I, I shift my focus on AEW for a second. And then I came back and I saw the ending to that match. I said, holy shit, he won. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, but I was happy about it, but I did give it a two and a half only because of the shock factor. And, um, yeah, but my highest was Santos Escobar versus Jake Atlas. I think they, yeah. they really start, they got to do something with Jake Atlas to where he can be more credible. Lately he hasn't been, um, but he does throw good matches though. But yeah, that, that was my highest point. Yeah. Uh, my lowest point was Candice LeRae defeating Tony Storm. Gave it a one. What are you yeah. thinking? Yeah. What are you doing to Tony Storm? She just got there. Yeah. What are you doing to Ember Moon? <laughs> she just got there, and you guys are giving her them losses. Yeah. Tony Storm does not deserve to lose to Candice LeRae. No, 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 she does not. I don't care if she cheated or whatever. Like, no, there's no freaking way mm -hmm. that you have Candice LeRae defeat Tony Storm. Yeah. It is ridiculous, and it, it it's 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 churlish. Yeah. It, it, it is kind of obnoxious. Very obnoxious. It's you know, deplorable. It, it, it's deplorable. Mm -hmm. it, it, it is condescending. Yeah. It, it's ass a nine, ass a it ten, is. ass a eleven. And that one too. And yeah. it belongs in the turlet. I'm it sorry. Does. It's, it's terrible. You didn't say that it's one. It's definitely insubordinate. It's, it's insubordinate. preposterous. It is. 
It's yep. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Come on, Rick, get it right. We're gonna do it. It's ridiculous. Oh God, you gave that a one. <laughs> what what is your low points of NXT this week? Um, the lowest point I have it was the whole segment with Rachel Gonzalez, and uh, oh yeah, because it was supposed Bola. to be a match. It never happened. Um, I'm not saying that. Um, well, they were planning to concede. I no, I get that, but for me, I, I honestly was hyped to see the match. Uh, yeah. But they did this instead. I was like, and, and honestly, that's the reason why I gave it a one was because, okay, they're doing something. Uh, obviously, we got to stay tuned to next week to see what actually happens and this and that. So, but that's why I gave it a one. <laughs> what it, do you though. think of the ancient point. Chinese guy coming? Yeah. Ancient <laughs> Chinese secret, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we'll, we'll see where this is going. We'll yeah. see where this is going. Yeah, everything else for me on NXT was a pretty average show. I ended up giving NXT this week a 2.3. What about you? Yeah, no, I gave NXT a 2.25 this week. Wasn't All too right. bad. And and honestly, I think it was mainly because of the <laughs> Leon Ruff. But I don't yeah. I ever don't want to I don't ever want to judge a show just because of one thing that happened, you know? No, of course I don't. not. But well, uh but That's... you got the Santos Escobar. That was pretty cool. And honestly, I'm not a fan of Timothy Thatcher, but that match he had with Dexter Loomis was okay. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the Tony Storm match versus Candice LeRae, even though I enjoyed watching this match and Tony Storm's assets, you know, it, was, it wasn't it was too shabby. Um, yeah. But that's why I gave it a 2.25 this week. Uh, all the averages, uh, the numbers added up to that anyway. But it was just a, a hair shy of a below average show. All right. It's now time for AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Um, my highest point for AEW this week, I had to go with Penta and Ray Phoenix. Yeah. You know, Tony, this match, I'm going to say it. I gave it a five. Another five with Jesus, these two guys. Really? These two guys know how to tell stories. They the do. The ripping of the mask. The, just everything they did was mm-hmm. just flawless. I, I I don't even know. I want to say this one was slightly better than the first one. I know the guys in Global disagree with that. They say the first matchup was better than this one. I got to disagree. I think this one was slightly better because we actually got a finish. I feel like the last match was cut short. But uh, this one was, oh my, man, A1 steak sauce. And I love the <laughs> ending with now you got... Pack coming back, and he's just like, all right, I'm coming back for my people. And uh, it's interesting <laughs> to see where Eddie and his best friend go. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that was my highest point. What's your highest point of AEW? Well, there was a couple that I have. The Natural Nightmares versus Butcher and the Blade uh, in that bunkhouse match. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen one of those in years. Yeah. And, and, honestly, I think the last one was with Dusty. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes, uh, and I think it was with Tully Blanchard, too. I, I could be wrong, but, uh, yeah, that was the last time I did it, but I was really invested in this match. I gave it a three and a half, um, and the other one, yeah, and I agree with you. It was Penta versus Ray Phoenix, um, but I gave it a three and a half. For me, it wasn't a five. Uh, initially, though, I did have this match at a three, and then okay. when Pac came out and all this other stuff, I gave, I gave you that extra 0.5. I know it's not a lot, but it does make a difference. But I do agree with the global guys. I don't think this match was better than the first one. I don't. Okay. And the reason why I'm saying that is because 
Eddie Kingston kind of involved himself in this match, even though he was in commentary, he still involved himself in this match, and it kind of took away from that match. Um, and plus, everything else that was happening in between, uh, not in between, sorry, uh, towards the end of it, where he kicked Ed, uh, Phoenix out of the ring and blah, blah, yeah. blah. I was kind of like, oh, come on, man. Don't, don't go this route. But apparently what's supposed to happen is that with Pac returning, he's supposed to form that group that he had with Penta and Phoenix before and feud with Eddie Kingston and his people. So that's, yep. that's the reason why they did all this. But, no, I agree with the global guys. I think the first match was a lot better than this one, even though I enjoyed it. And they did tell the yeah. story, absolutely, you know, with the tearing of the mask. and you know. But, but Penta likes to do that shit anyways in his matches. If it's a feud... Uh, if it's a real big feud or something, a big name, he likes to tear the mat. He likes to tell him to tear his mask a little bit just to give it that more of a, oh my God thing, you know? But, uh, no, I mean, it was a good match though still, but I gave it a three and a half. Yeah. It wasn't better than first. All right. Uh, my low points for AEW this week, Cody Rhodes' promo, 0.5. I don't know what that chick's name is, but she was terrible. Bringing Shaq in. Uh, Let me ask you, though. Yeah, what about with Brandy? What do you think of her promo? Brandy She got a lot of heat for that. She got a lot of heat for that. Yeah. You know why, though, right? Why she got the heat for that, Tony? Because they were saying that she was trying to act ghetto when she isn't. Yeah. Yeah. And she I agree. About that life. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, she ain't about that life. Fuck out of here. But then she was like, "Don't you dare put your hands on my man. You you don't come out here." And it's like, Brandy. First of all, you're still trying to find what you're good at. Second of all, you're still trying to find a faction you can form to push it. Third yeah. of all, you don't talk like that. You don't. Yeah. I understand that you you know you're supposed to have show emotion. You're supposed to try to show emotion and and try to show that you're mad and angry. But there was a but way. Why did she do it. that while they were talking? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. why did she wait until like the ending of it? Ex- exactly, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. And but, Shaq, like, listen, don't uh, get me wrong. <laughs> Shaq and WWE have history. Shaq was supposed to fight the Big Show at WrestleMania. Yes, yes. you know. Yes. So I'm not upset about that. So let's not get those AEW fanboys coming at me for that. I'll tell you <laughs> that right now. But not but only that, I will t- though, the things that I keep saying all the time, guess who he's going to have this with? Cody Rhodes. Yep. You know? Here he is. Put It's like, come on, man. Cody it, has no business fighting Shaq. No. If it was somebody else, but not, but I'm no. all for it. But the thing of it is, who's the heel? Who's the baby on this? Yeah. You know what you, you should have done? You can't make uh, you can't make Shaq a heel. No, you know what they should have done, Tony. Miro should have been fighting Shaq. Exactly. He should have destroyed exactly. Shaq. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, I don't know. And then you have like another storyline going on with Cody, right? Yes. Who who was it that jumped him? Um, um who was it? Oh, uh, Taz's team, FTW. Yeah. Uh, Taz's yes, team. Yes. Why are they jumping Cody? <laughs> I get it. I get it because of Darby Allen and all that stuff. But now you have him involved in another story that he doesn't need to be in. Listen, I'm going to say this, and I've been saying this for a while, but I'm going to say it again since you just brought it up. Darby Allen, right now, has got to be the worst-looking champion I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) He's trying to walk and... And act like he is the biggest. He's trying to act like he's bigger than everybody that's in that ring. Is it a good thing? Yeah, I, I'd say yeah. Okay, yeah, he's got a good chip on his shoulder. But bro, you're not convincing to me. 
It's not convincing to me. They're, they keep doing this sting thing with him and the rafters, and he's yeah. sitting there with the belt just staring. Bruh, you know, no. The whole character of his is dumb, stupid. I don't like it. It's not convincing to me. It just isn't. Now, I will say this. I will say this. I don't want to sound too much of a hypocrite, but I will say this. I would really love to see a match with him and Phoenix. I do. Yes. I think yes. that would be a good match. Um, but they're putting him in with these behemoths of a man, of men, and you really want me to expect me to real? Uh, no, it's not believable that he's no. going to beat them. And then he's acting like, yeah, no, I can beat them. Uh, no, no, you cannot. <laughs> you cannot. I'm sorry. Just because you do this fucking jackass thing doesn't mean that you can, you know, seriously. Um, anyway, that was my rant on Darby Allen again. And what's, what's your low point of AEW? Um, my low point I had was the MJF segment. I hated yes. it. I Down hated it. You know, and then we did say this actually on uh, the Aftermath show that Sammy Guevara does not need to be there. Yep. He just had this horrendous match with Matt uh, Hardy. Uh, no, he, he's hurt. He's still hurt. Blah, 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 blah. So they still played it off to involve Sammy Guevara. Well, you gave me an email. Uh, told me to meet you at the beach. And then you sent me an email. Said, Come on. And he, he was still there, really? But even even still, even still that whole, it, I just, it's like, where are they going Listen, with this? I don't know, but it happens because apparently TJ Logan got a, an email from Andy Anderson talking about dressing up like a unicorn and going to the beach. <laughs> and that's exactly what ended up happening. And oh. Elio got the second email, but TJ didn't. And that's why TJ was late to the episode this week. Oh. So apparently that happens. Okay. Hey. Anyways, where are they going with this? I, I don't know. Seriously. I, I really um, don't know. It's, I, I hated it. I just hated it. Um, now, I will mention this, even though it wasn't the lowest point, but I still gave it a one. Ty Conti versus Red Velvet. Ooh, Yes. Also a one. Way too long. Yes. Way too long to give these two. And I understand you're trying to develop them. And I know we always say on the show that uh, the women's division in, in AEW is, is atrocious. But you're, you're still not doing it the right way. Why these is Sheeta two... not on the show? Uh, yeah. Nothing from Sheeta. Nothing. Like, she's your champion. Yeah. And I tell you this much. I'm hearing from a lot of people. That they do not like Sheeta as champion. I'm like, what? She's the yeah. best one you got. I'm sorry to say. I'm a big fan of Sheeta. She's the yeah. best one you got. And you're going to tell me she's not doing it as champion? Look at what she's working with. Yeah. People understand. Look at what she's working with, man. Come on. Yeah. But, and, but back to this. Ty Conti versus Red Velvet. Even though another one, Ty Conti, I love watching the assets on this match, but <laughs> it was just too long. You can yeah. tell how green she still is. You can. But what annoyed me the most was the simple fact that it was still trying to tell a story, and I'm talking about the commentators, trying to tell a story behind Ty Conti and Red Velvet, and it just, it, it's like, well, how come y'all didn't show this before to lead to this? You yeah. didn't. Like Ty Con who was that woman that was with Ty Conti? You know? Oh, that's uh that's the girl from Dark Order. Okay. Now again, there you go. 
She she's with Dark Order, okay? And Why? She's trying to get I, Ty oh Conti over. I, yeah. I I understand that, but I didn't know any of that. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're terrible at this. They're yeah. AE, I'm sorry, AEW is bad when it comes to this. It's like I didn't even know that. I didn't know yeah. that. And then now you want to throw it in my face, expecting me to be hyped about it? I'm not. Because yeah. the only ones I'm telling you right now, the only ones that are hyping themselves, Cody, the Young Bucks, Omega, and Jericho. Sorry. Every damn week, and I'll say this till I'm blue in the goddamn face. Every week, all we see is either, and I say either, Jericho, Cody, the Young Bucks, or Omega. Every week, we are seeing at least one of them on the show. Take a fucking break, all of you, and yeah. push the stars that you want that you want to shine on that show. And then I'll start saying that AEW is starting to be credible. But every yeah. time you push yourselves into that show, every week, every pay-per-view, I'm not going to change my mind on it. Sorry. Yeah. I went on a rant, Rick. All right. So AEW for me this week, I gave a 2.1. And it, it was that high only because I gave a five to Penta and Phoenix. But what about I you? I can't believe you gave that one a five. Yeah. How? Now, uh, let's just talk about that for a second. Okay. Because the first Penta and Phoenix, Phoenix match, uh, you gave that one a five too, right? Yeah. And you gave this one a five. Yep. So you're going to tell me that they were both the same? No. I can't Which go one? higher than a five. <laughs> the other <laughs> one was a... I think this one was better, honestly. I like the story was it behind better, it. Though? What was the difference I liked, for you? I like the ripping of the mask. I love the, the the psychology they use in the ring. Mm-hmm. I love that the finish, uh, what that Penta did. He did it on the apron, and then he did it in the ring to really put his brother out. Um, right. I love brother versus brother matchups, honestly. <laughs> and I always, uh, like Bret Hart and Owen, they always tore yeah. the house down, and I don't think they ever had a bad match. Um, mm-hmm. And... You can do crazier moves with each other because you really trust this person. You know, I feel like right. there are moves that you can't do with other people. But mm-hmm. with Penta and Phoenix, you're just like, well, this is my brother. And he's, I trust him 100%. Right. So we're going to do this. So I, that's why I really value these matches at a higher rating than I would normally. Okay. All right. I do I get you. your approval? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is time for the. Uh, well, what what you rate it? What you rate AEW? Oh, I gave AEW two this week. Okay, so both close with NXT and AEW yes. this week. Uh, it's Wednesday Night Delight. NXT's currently had four to one. Um, I gave I gave it to NXT this week. A slight edge, two point three to two point one. I'm gonna go with NXT. I think NXT okay. had an average show. I think AEW had two good moments, and then the rest was bad for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, honestly, um, even though, and again, I know I sound like a broken record, but I really don't want to judge a show just based on one thing that happened. Um, yep. Even though I did pop for Leon Ruff winning the North American Championship, and according to my ratings, I do have NXT at 2.25, but I have AEW at a 2. But honestly, um, I was more entertained with AEW this week than I was with NXT. So I'm going with AEW this week, even though I just bashed them about what they just did. (laughs) (laughs) The global guys, Elio Canella and TJ Logan, also go with AEW. So AEW gets a win this week. There you go. All right, so NXT is up four to AEW's two. It is now time for the SmackDown Breakdown. Um, I'll go with the low points first. 
for me, the lowest point was Liv Morgan defeating Natalia, Tamina, and Chelsea Green. I gave it a point five. Really? Terrible match. Natalia is getting an opportunity to be in the Survivor Series team every week. Again, is old. Again, yeah, three weeks in a row. Come on. Um, Chelsea Green wasted, broke her wrist. You didn't need Chelsea Green in this matchup, um, especially because of the fact that this is like her first appearance, isn't it? Yeah, it's our debut. Yeah, and you do this. <laughs> yeah, ruined it. Broke her wrist. Uh, where's Naomi? Point five. Is she still out? Yeah, she's Jeez. on Raw. So apparently, is she on Raw? Uh, yeah, she's on Raw. She got drafted to Raw. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, what is your overall? Uh, what is your low point for uh, SmackDown? Um, my low points was Dolph versus Otis. It's like they're Oof, really starting yeah. this again. So I gave it a point yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, my high point for SmackDown was to finish the Drew McIntyre defeating Jay Uso. I thought it was good. I think Jay is really improving. Mm-hmm. I don't like Drew talking so much during the match. Yeah. Um, yeah. that that is kind of heelish thing to do yeah. um but yeah i gave that a three what was your high point of smackdown uh you're gonna laugh at this one but the highest point for me and i gave it a three which was Don't seth versus ray, ray. It, oh, was. it was a good God. match because i'm now the only reason why i gave it a three is they did have a good match um they do work well together seth and ray um but they were saying this was supposed to be it <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no more. I Next will week. I will be a man of my word, so I'm going to say this right now. Okay. If they do any more with Ray Dominic or Seth, then I will I will minus it a full star. So if okay. I if I think of the matches the 3, I will minus 1 star because they still keeping going with it and it'll be a 2. If it's a point five, I'll still minus one, and it'll be a negative point five. The yes. only time I'll do it, the only so I'll be a man of my word. But I did yeah. like the match. I did like it. Like if this is the ending, then I'm hoping that it is. And uh, you know, shaking hands with Murphy, and I think I popped a little bit for that. I don't know why, even though I saw it coming and it was predictable, I still popped for it. But I will say this. Uh, a rumor is that um, Seth is going to be taking some time off at the end yeah. of the month because uh, Becky's doing Jan- in December. Sorry. Yeah, he's uh, has a matchup with Murphy next week. Yes. Um, so we'll see where that goes. Maybe yes. Seth gets taken out the team yeah. or something. I don't know. He's yeah. on Team Survivor Series, so on SmackDown's team. So Who's we'll Seth? see where. It- yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe after that, then that'll be it for him. Yeah. He'll disappear. Yeah. Overall, I gave SmackDown a 1.8 this week. What about you? Uh, I gave SmackDown a 1.92 this week. All right. Now it's time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Currently, NXT is ahead 14 to Raw's 11 to Mm -hmm. SmackDown's 5. Um, SmackDown is definitely not winning this week. I'm sorry. It is between NXT and Raw for me. And I honestly, Tony, I, I gave Raw a bad rating and gave Raw a 1.5 because I mm. just thought the beginning of the show and the ending of the show was good, but the middle of the show, the two and a half plus yeah. hours, was just bad for me. And I just thought NXT was an overall average show, which I appreciate because everything, what yeah. they, there wasn't a really bad moment except for LeRae and Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. I thought everything else was pretty average. So I'm going to go with NXT this week. Okay. Um, the way I have my scores, I have Raw at 2.39, and I got NXT at 2.25. Uh, 
and SmackDown at 1.92. Um, I will say this. Um, I'm going to go with Raw this week because of the hot start, a hot finish. Uh, it was lukewarm in the middle, but they was it was like on and off type deal. Yeah. Um, like I said, the Ricochet versus Ali match, great. Like the last hour of Raw was really good. Um, yeah. The first... 45 minutes of Raw was good, in my opinion. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, actually, you know what? It's, this is just a mentionable, too. Sheamus and Braun uh, versus Riddle and Keith Lee. I thought that was a good match. And why? Uh, and I wanted to throw this out there. Even though AJ Styles was the referee in this match, he still made this match. Yeah. You know, oddly, he still made this match. Um, but I did like it. Uh, NXT though, even though, like I said, I don't want to cast judgment just because of one thing that happened, but I think the only thing that really stuck out in my head was that Leo Ruff won the damn North American championship. But then again, this is another week and I'm starting to see this pattern. We're seeing either Johnny Gargano or we're seeing Candice LeRae. I know I just bitched about AEW doing that, so I'm still going to bitch about NXT for doing that for Gargano and Candice LeRae. I do not see what they see in that. Because I'm telling you right now, they're trying to make Gargano look as he is a monster, and he's not. When he goes up against somebody like fucking Damian Priest, and he doesn't show no fear to him, I'm like... No, no, fuck that. So, no, this week I'm going to go with Raw. I thought it was just a a better show, but not by much. All right, so we're going to go to our gentleman, Elio Canella, who rated SmackDown as the number one show this week. Really? Then NXT, and then Raw. (laughs) Um, Tony, uh, a while ago, I broke and I gave you Raw that week, so I'm going to cash in my favor this week. And uh, you're going to have to switch to NXT this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. So NXT is going to go ahead 15 <laughs> to Raw's 11 to SmackDown's 5. Um, I, Elio, we're going to have to talk. What, what yeah. was SmackDown? Yeah. So was better than all of these shows. <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss it. Um, yeah. All right. It is now time for WWE versus AEW. Interdimensional, interpromotional, intergalactical, uh, gal- galactical, <laughs> galactical showcase. No, you know um, what it should be called? The yes. interstake. <laughs> that made absolutely no sense. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I That's tried. Perfect. I tried. It showed. It showed. I tried. Um, <laughs> Amen. Um, this week, WWE is represented by Dolph Ziggler, and he's going up against AEW's Adam Page. Ooh, wow. Mm. This is a good matchup. Yeah. I. Th- ooh, wow. Okay. I would give an edge and the experience to Dolph. Uh-huh. I think this would be a good matchup. Uh, you know what? I want to start doing, Rick. Uh, I mean, we can do it for our show. I mean, uh, the global guys, they can do it however the way they would do it. But I would also give it a fantasy rating, too. So I think for this match, I think they can do a four-star match. I don't think they can do a five-star match. I think they can definitely do a four-star match. But I would give the slight edge to Dolph Ziggler. Just because of experience and 
control of a match that he can do, I would give it to Dolph. Okay. Um, I agree with you. I think four stars, four and a half maybe. That's what you would give it? Yeah, I think they can go four, four and a half. Nah, can't give it five. But I think they could definitely push a a four. I don't think they can go five. Oh, yeah, no, no. I don't think, I think at, I think at peak is a four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I I do, I, I, I will say this. If it was, if this is just a one-off, meaning yeah. that if they just had one match and then that was it, they yeah. can do a four-star match for sure. I don't yeah. see it going above a four. But if they had a storyline developing and then they had match number one, then match number two, all right, this is the rubber match, then I think the other two matches would be around like a two, two and a half, yeah. maybe. Yep. I, I can see it like that. But a one-off match... Yeah, they can do a four-star match for sure. Yeah. Um, you know what? As much as I love Dolph Ziggler and his selling and his yes, wrestling abilities, I gotta go with Adam Page. I'm I'm sold on the Hangman, man. Really? I love Cowboy his shit, finisher. Huh? I think <laughs> I I really really you know what? I, yeah, Adam Page. I gotta go with Adam Page on this one. I love Dolph Ziggler. I think he's a wow. freaking phenomenal wrestler. But if they're having a match, I got to go with the the K, the Hangman, Adam Page. Wow. Got to go with him. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what type of match would they have? A straight up, regular regular matchup. I think it's a four no, and I'm a half. No, I'm saying you gave the rating. I just didn't hear it. What, what oh, would you oh. rate? Like if, I would go four, what type four of and a half. A what? Four, four and a half. A four oh, wow. or four and a okay. half. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I, right. I really think this will be a great matchup. This is going to be hard for the uh, WPOV Global guys as we're going to pass it off to them. And yeah. you, the fans, you guys get to vote. Wh- who is Who wins this matchup? Dolph Ziggler or Adam Page? Woo! Yeah. Wow. Good, All good right, pick. Tony. Good pick. I think it's time for the book. Yeah, let's go straight into the book. So those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling. And it's just so we can get a good chuckle, a good laugh. And, uh, you know, because we need it in this time of this pandemic that all of a sudden it's a miracle that we got a, a vaccine. But uh, <laughs> so, I mean, you guys, the fans, even get a choice of or suggest make a suggestion of what do you want to put in the book? It could be a steak. I don't know. But you can put whatever you want in the book. All right. We ready? Yes, sir. All right. So, Sam Roberts, go fuck yourself. Fuck him. Fuck him. Uh, Liv Morgan's cage wedgie. That's steak. I'm a fan of hers. I'm sorry. Yes. I am. So, let's keep it in there for a little bit. Uh, coronavirus. Steak. Yeah. It might be disappearing, though. So, we might have to take it out soon. Uh, MVP, older, older brother suit. Stays, man. Come on. Is, is it getting worse? Is it, it getting worse? Like it. it does, seems right? Like it. Uh, Jericho and Khan demo. It stays. It stays. And I'm going to tell you why. And, and we didn't bring this up, and I was waiting for this part. Is it me or is it Tony Khan is involving himself more in uh-huh. AEW when nobody really gives a shit about him? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Though, and I, though go ahead. I will say this about Tony Khan. I love the fact that he's trying to get New Japan involved. Yes, he is. He, he, he has NWA, he has Impact. Yeah. New, New Japan don't want nothing to do with it, though. No, yeah. But I will say this, and this is why I say lack of experience and just because you have the money doesn't make you an expert. And I'm talking yep. about Tony Khan. And the reason why I'm saying that is because the simple fact that he wanted 
the Young Bucks to be the first AEW Tag Team Champions. Yeah. <laughs> he did. And the Young Bucks were like, no, we're not going to do that right now. As a matter of fact, the Young Bucks was going to wait till next year. They wanted yep. to wait another year. But uh, I forgot what the reasoning was. But they said, I forgot what it was. But that's why they wanted this year, though. But either way, just wanted to throw that out there. Just because you have money doesn't make you experience in wrestling. Um, Lashley's Dookie Thumb. Uh, I um, think we said we're going to see what he does on uh, Survivor Series. So we'll is see. that what we did? Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Drew's Dragon Breath. He's getting worse. Yeah, that stays. Oh, my God. WWE's Eye Obsession. Stays. They replayed. Yep. They replayed fucking Ray's Eye thing. Jesus Christ. Roman's Chapas. Ah, stays. <laughs> Though I'm starting to get used to it. Are you really? Yeah, I'm starting to get used to it. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, no, Angelo. That stays. No, yeah. So, but what do you think of uh, the backstage seg- segment with them? That was bad. And that was no, worse. It was bad. Um, now, let me throw this out there at you, Rick. Uh, Survivor Series. For yes. me, obviously, this is one of the big four pay-per-views, right? Yep. Now, for me, they're doing this Raw versus NXT or Raw versus SmackDown. You know, uh, last year it was Raw versus NXT versus SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they did away with it this year. Why? I don't know. But I think it's the coronavirus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I've noticed they've been doing this for a few years. So I'm not saying I'm not. Uh, I was playing ignorant to it, but uh, champion versus champion, where there nobody pretty much loses their title. You know, the Raw champion versus NXT or the SmackDown champion. Uh, lastly, US champion versus the IC champion and Sami Zayn. Now, uh, there's no build to this. No, there's no build. There's no. Obviously, they can't cross brands except for drew drew <laughs> uh, that showed up on smackdown but there's no storyline to this they're just saying oh he's the champion he's a champion so they're gonna both fight and there's nothing it never used to be like that no it never used to be like that what they what it used to be was uh either a faction that was starting or started and another faction was building so they would do faction versus faction survivor series style or or they would just pick their top guys to be in this Survivor Series matchup. Yeah. Now is it's uh, I'm not honestly I am not hyped up for the Survivor Series this year. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I feel you. I'm with you on that one. I'm not but, I'm not too excited. You, but you know what I'm saying though? Champion versus champion. That's that's a fucking uh I I'm, I'm not saying it's clash of champions type thing cuz it's not. All the yeah. belts should be defended at a Clash of Champions pay-per-view. But this is your one of your top four pay-per-views, and you're doing it like this, where yeah. it's like it's not it's meaningless because uh I'm sorry to say, but let's just throw out the Lashley versus uh Sami Zayn. Nothing's gonna happen after that. No. They're just gonna wrestle and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> dumb. Dumb. Where was I? <laughs> oh, but the, uh, and the Street Profits and New Day, same thing. Yeah, same thing. Because honestly, the Street Profits haven't even wrestled on SmackDown yet, have they? No, I think once <laughs> was it. And but but even still, nothing in regards to Survivor Series. Nope. Nothing. Candace's wings stays. Stays. The Garganos uh, stays. 
stays. No, they stay. They, come on, they let off the show and then they push Candace. Yeah. Give me yeah. a break. And I can't believe I have to say this. Biggie's digging balls. Damn you, Rick. Stays. You said it stays? Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Uh, Rick's sore throat. That stays. Fuck it. That stays until <laughs> Seth is gone. Until he's gone. AEW rankings. Stays. Again, Makes no it sense. stays. And I have to bring this up. And I was waiting for this part. This part to, to pop up on the on the show. The Young Bucks challenging Top Flight. They said Ooh. it was going to be for the title. Yep. Top Flight wrestled once on AEW Dark. They're more wrestling in the indies. Okay. Yep. What what deems I'm frustrated, Rick, because I'm like, these guys just showed up there and you giving them a title shot? Come on. What the fuck is up with the rankings then? Then you know what? Fucking throw away the rankings and I wouldn't be bitching. Yeah. It's stupid. God. Yes. Oh Lord. Uh Bailey's carpentry skills. Stays. <laughs> and finally, Shotzi's cannons. Didn't we take that out? Did we? Her can- yeah, her tank's not there anymore. Oh, shit, that's right. All right, well. You just wanted to say it. I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, that's it for the book. I think that's it for the show. Yeah. Um, Before we close out the show, I will play a song from my playlist. Rick's got to get two out of three. It is called The Five Second Shuffle. And uh, it's just how we ride off into the sunset until next week where we will give you the Survivor Series uh, predictions. Um, you know what? I feel just like you, Rick. I can't wait for the fucking pay-per-view points game. We really need that back. Yeah. But it's, it's just hard to when there's they're taping some of the matches. and da, da, da. So It is difficult. Yeah. So, with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel. Rick Serrano the third. And our intern. Miguel Cole. Adios. All right. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, you ready? Let's do it. Here we go. Turn it up. Too cool. Yes, too cool. But weirdly, they gave it to uh, Scotty Too Hotty. Yeah. Scotty so, Too Hotty, Brian Christopher. That's but no, they on here is just yeah. Scotty Too Hotty. That's it. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. But I'll give it to you. So that's yes. one. Here we go. Not in a million years am I going to get that one. This um, is a, a bit of a hard one. This is WCW. Yeah, I figured WCW. Uh, yeah. Is that Glacier? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, the American Males. No clue who that is. Marcus Bagwell. And Buff Bagwell? Buff Bagwell <laughs> and one more person. One more I person. Who was Buff Bagwell teamed up with? Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, the one dude, uh, Scott something. Scott Norton. Scott Norton? Yes. yes. Okay. Last one. You need this yep. one. Yep. Wait. Mick Foley. You know why I said wait, wait right? You know what? That's wrong. It's, it's not mankind. 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 <laughs> um, but you know, you know, it, it's the reason why I said wait was because that in the beginning, that oh, could yeah. very easily be Razor Ramon. It could have been, yes. Absolutely. So that's why I was like, wait, let me wait all five seconds before I make my <laughs> my choice. But yeah, that, that's... that's a, but you still got it wrong. You said Mick Foley, and it's not Mick Foley. It's the same thing. They're it's the same guy. It's the same guy. It's the same guy. I got to raise my stake. 
<laughs> you don't want the rights.